Hello everyone, welcome back to A Beautiful Life podcast hosted by Abby Shea Morocco. I'm a fitness and wellness coach residing in Boulder, Colorado, and I hope that you are having a wonderful day. On this podcast, I talk about all things fitness, nutrition, mindset, spirituality, and connection, the five pillars of my coaching methodology and life philosophy. On this episode, I am going to be talking to you about how to infuse spirituality into your movement practice. So to me, spirituality can be accessed through the gateway, through crossing the bridge of breath. To me, a single breath takes you from your mind into your body so that you can be in a state of gratitude, awareness, presence, and all of the things that connect us to a deeper, wider, bigger, and more vast realm of living. Some of you may have experienced flickers of this bigger, infinite experience of life during meditations. Some of you may have experienced insights in those moments where going deeper into yourself through your breath has brought about revelations or even just a feeling, even just an emotion of being more alive. So to me, spirituality can be defined in many ways and it is up to the individual to express, to describe and define spirituality in their own way and it is perfectly fine to not be able to describe it in words as well. It's something beyond the physical, it's the metaphysical, and to me it is something that excites me, like I said before, makes me feel more alive, makes me feel invigorated, makes me feel hopeful. So it is connecting to some kind of force, we can call it chi, we can call it um, prana, we can call it life force, we can call it a number of things, but it's an energetic force that sends you into a higher realm, sends you into a higher echelon of performance, and it is a body-mind mesh together presence. There's no separation when you are tapped into spirituality. So now that we've talked a little bit about that, we're going to talk about how we can incorporate some practices into our movement practices, how we can weave in spiritual practices um, so that your next physical practice is also a spiritual practice. And this is definitely based on an assumption, though I don't like to make assumptions, that we all want to feel more alive. If you want to feel more alive, just keep listening. So as I said, breath is the bridge from the mind into the body. So number one thing that you are going to want to start to practice anytime that you're doing a workout, a yoga class will already have this embedded, is to focus on your breath. One way that we can begin to do that is to begin our workouts with some form of structured breathing or unstructured. Um, But by bringing your attention to your breath, um, you are going to cross that bridge from the mind into the body so that you can start to gather more information from the body about the best direction to move 
in your workout. One exercise that I definitely recommend, it's a very simple one to practice, is box breathing, which is a simple four count inhale, four count hold at the top, four count exhale, and four count hold at the bottom. You can visualize a box and it is as though you are breathing up the side, one side of the box on your inhalation and holding as you travel across the top of the box, exhaling as you travel down the other side of the box and holding that exhale as you return to the start for another cycle. I recommend that you do this laying, standing with one hand on the belly, one hand on the chest and breathing into the belly. A lot of us have uh, high stress, chaotic lifestyles and breathing into the belly is going to um, activate certain receptors that are going to trigger parts of the brain that communicates back to your body to be in a more relaxed and receptive state. So six cycles is what I would recommend for this. That should take just about one minute to do. And the count will sound like this. Breathing in, two, three, four, and hold, two, three, four, release, two, three, four, and hold, two, three, four. I'm going to demonstrate one. Breathing in. Hold. Exhale. And hold. Extra points for your physiology if you breathe in and out of the nose. It's actually quite difficult, uh, nearly impossible to breathe into the chest if you are breathing in through your nose. So that will help to encourage and facilitate a belly breath, nostril breathing. So now that we've crossed that bridge from the mind into the body, into an integrated and present state, what can we do next? My second tip to turn your physical practice into a spiritual practice as well is to pair your breath with your movement. We call this um, synchronistic or or biomechanical pairing, Um, biomechanical breath pairing. So an example for you is a squat. So I'm going to use this Um, this example and then tell you sort of the pattern that will translate and transfer across all movements. So typically um, you will take your inhale on the portion of the movement where you are preparing to do the work or you are loading up the force, you're loading up the spring and then exhale as you are exerting or doing the effort. I like to use the exhale and exert as exert as a way to remember this. Um, So if we take the squat for an example, as you are lowering your booty down to the floor, bending into your knees, that would be your inhale. And as you press the floor away and come up back to standing, that is your exhale. If we look at a push-up, it would be bending the elbows, lowering your body to the floor for your inhale, and then pushing the floor away for your exhale. You can translate this to every single movement. There are some exceptions. However, for most strength training movements, most of the basic movement patterns, even for lunging, stepping back, lowering to the floor, inhale, and then pressing up back to standing is your exhale. And you can just learn to pair your inhale with the preparatory portion of the movement and your exhale with the 
part of the movement that it requires the most exertion. So the pushing, the pulling, the lifting, all of that stuff. All right. So one of the extra reasons that I like to do this biomechanical breath pairing is because there are going to be days, there are going to be moments during your workouts where you are feeling maybe caught up in your headspace and it is hard to focus on your form and your technique and your brain is just tired. And so on those days, especially, it's nice to have this tool as a form of grace in a sense to just let your breath move your bones, right? Your muscles are moving your bones. So if you can let your breath dictate where you are going next, it's a way to um, simplify your movements and simplify the sequences that you are going through. Just knowing every time I inhale, I'm going to lower. Every time I exhale, I'm going to press. So simplifying on days where the brain is feeling overwhelmed and just using the breath to guide your movement, using the breath to move your bones. So my third tip for you to make your next physical workout into a spiritual workout is before you work out to tap into your why. This was the first episode that I did on this podcast and we talked about finding your deep why, your core motivation that keeps you going. It's that big source of fuel that you can tap into when times get challenging and arduous and when you feel like you can't go any further, when you don't want to show up to do the run, when you don't want to do the extra rep. So connecting to your purpose is going to keep you moving forward. So in the first episode, I did encourage you to write down your deep why um, for life in general. What I would recommend on a smaller scale, a more micro fashion of that exercise is before you begin each workout to tune into your core intention, your core why for that individual workout. Because the big why probably is going to be lasting for for a longer amount of time, but your individual why on that day can be a little bit more tailored to what you might be experiencing that week or your aim for that week. This is a good one to do after you've practiced the box breathing um, because you are already in that present state. So you're not drawing from anything that may have triggered you earlier in the day and you are not in a scattered headspace, but you're in more of a heart space and a belly space. So you're writing from your intuition and you're writing from um, your loving oasis in the heart. And you're going to have a more pure and probably more aligned intention that you are writing out. So for example, my intention um, on some days, let's say I'm about to do a plyometric workout, which is essentially testing like the springiness um, of my muscles and tendons could include some uh, push-ups where I'm pressing off of a box could include different patterns of jumping could include um, different patterns of uh, footwork things like that so all of that is going to require a lot of power and so on that day um, for example sometimes I'll pair my workouts with what I oftentimes, in fact, I'll pair my workout with what it is that I want to express and how I want to feel. Um, This is going to lead into our tip number four. But what I want you to do when you write that intention is to tap into 
what you want to feel, what you want to express physically, drawing from a spiritual center. I'll say that again. When you're preparing for your workout, it is helpful to decide what you want to express physically from your spiritual center. So my spiritual center may be in need of expressing my power. And I would use that desire of the spiritual center to feel powerful and to feel free and to feel very alive and sometimes even ferocious to channel and to guide what exercises I'm going to do with my body. So on that day where that spiritual desire is for the expression of power, I will physically express the power. And you can see how the physical and the spiritual and the emotional all have this feedback loop together and how you can positively impact and feed the spiritual through the physical. So um, kind of already started this tip number four here for you. So let's just continue to go into that. So I'll wrap up three, you know, you're going to write down that intention. It doesn't have to be paragraphs long, but it can be paragraphs long. Um, A lot of times what I'll do is I'll make sure I have a quiet space. I take those breaths into my belly and then I ask myself what it is that my spirit needs and then drawing into my physical exercise toolbox, I will write out you know, the, the direction of the workout and then the instructions of the workout, this, the specific ingredients um, and in the form of exercises, the tempos, the reps, um, the work periods, the rest periods, all those things, depending on how specific that I'd like to get that day. And moving into four, um, you know, once you can figure out by asking yourself just to make this a clear tip. Number four is just asking your spirit, what does it need? What can I do to nourish you? What can I do to light you up? What can I do to free you? What can I do to cleanse you? Knowing that you are heading into a physical practice. Now this is key. As you expand your toolbox as an athlete of life, you will be able to more skillfully assign yourself physical exercises to feed your soul, to feed your spirit. So when you're doing that intention, when you're writing down that intention for the workout, lead with the self-inquiry to your soul, to your spirit, right? To your life force. So if it's feeling a little bit dim, it's feeling a little bit lower vibration, um, ask it, right? Check in and ask it, what spirit, what do you need to feel nourished? What do you need to feel free? What do you need to feel lit up? What do you need to feel more alive? And let that direct your tip number three, which is writing down your intention. All right, you guys are doing great so far. We're going to move into tip number five, which is to visualize how you want to feel and how you want to feel in a very peak way. So I want you to take all limitations, take all gates, take all ceilings off of how you think you're allowed to feel. And I want you to write down the greatest way that you could possibly feel. So if you want to feel happier, you don't have to stop at happy. You can write down that you would like to feel ecstatic. You can write down that you would like to feel um, like you are flying. You can write down 
like that you would like to feel like you are over the moon, right? I want you to take it to the greatest amount that you could possibly feel. So you're going to amplify the feeling that you would like to feel times 100, times 1,000, times 1 million. Once you've taken all of the limitations off, maybe that other people have placed on you, that you have placed on yourself, you give yourself full permission to feel exactly how you want to feel at the greatest extent, and you're going to write that down. So we already have uh, two to three things that you can write down before each workout. You're writing down what it is that your spirit needs to be nourished, to feel free, to feel lit up, to feel alive. And you have the intention for the workout. And then we also have, well, I guess, so the question is going to guide the intention, just to make that clear. So you're going to ask your spirit what it needs. You're going to write down your intention. So we have one thing right there. Uh, The second thing now is going to be how you want to feel. So pretty much this is taking your initial answer about how your spirit wants to feel and then giving yourself radical permission to take it to the nth degree. All right, this is the let's take all limitations off and let's feed our souls and spirits like they are kings and queens and royalty and they get whatever they want because you deserve to feel as amazing as you possibly can. Now this is gonna drive some excitement, some enthusiasm and will pave the way to those ecstatic moments in your workout because I truly do believe that we can make every and any moment in our lives uh, a moment of experiencing ecstasy as long as we allow ourselves to. And that ecstatic feeling of happiness, of gratitude, of power, of all of these amazing feelings to me is inextricably a part of the fabric of uh, living a spiritual life. We are spiritual beings in a, a body, in a physical, in a flesh, in a container of flesh. And we are meant to have these peak experiences. So if you can use all five of these tips here that I've just described today, it's pretty amazing. Like magic, you can turn any ordinary physical practice into an ecstatic uh, spiritual experience. And that is my hope and intention for all of you. But remember, it starts with permission. It starts with permission from within. Give yourself that green light to experience ecstatic spirituality in your next workout. And I'd love to hear how it goes. So please send me a message either on Instagram at Abby underscore Morocco, A-B-B-Y underscore M-A-R-O-K-O, or send me an email at Abby Morocco Training at gmail.com. Let me know how your experience was. And I'm wishing you all a peaceful, happy, and ecstatic Memorial Day weekend. Love.